Hey guys, it's your girl Jodi Ann, also known as I Go By Joe, and this is The E-Project. Let's start the show. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. It's Jodi Ann, of course, and I have another amazing entrepreneur. His name is O'Shane Howard. He's a photographer, a videographer, and creative director. And today's episode is extremely special because usually O'Shane is behind the camera, and today he was in front of the camera. Um, O'Shane usually does the videos for the for the podcast to help promote. So I finally got the opportunity to now interview him. So welcome, O'Shane. Thank you for having me. <laughs> this is gonna be so fun because you never like you're you always behind the camera like yeah. I said right. This is this is totally different for me. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so tell us a little bit about O'Shane Howard. Ah, uh, that's a hard question. I I don't really. It's kind of hard for me to describe myself. I guess I would say I'm a very fearless person in terms of if I want something, I'll go get it by any means necessary. Direction is very key because if you're just doing something in no direction, that means you're going you're going with the flow. And when there's flow, it goes anywhere. You don't want to be everywhere. You want to be in the path that you want to be. And that's necessarily how I would describe myself. I concur. <laughs> just from getting to know you, I, I can totally attest to that. Yeah. So why did you become a photographer? I didn't even want to be, become a photographer, to be honest. I was in school at Humber College taking media communications. So basically what that program entails is photography, video, PR, marketing, and all that stuff. My photography class, I wasn't really too fond of it. Maybe it was just based upon how my teacher was teaching it. Whereas like my video class, I was more engaged because my teacher was like a really dope teacher. I was always looking forward to create video. Not until after my second semester leading into last summer, I reached out to a friend of mine and she does photography. And I just basically asked her like, hey, can you teach me how to use the functions on my camera properly? Because I want to learn how to do photography. So she basically teach me the basics. I would say she's, she was a mentor for me. I uh, did that for like three, four, three, three or four months. And then from there, I had like an archive and I didn't really want to drop out my work. I wanted to like keep on building a portfolio. So then when I did release all my work, it would be consistent. But then after my, my friend, Dwayne, Dwayne Holness, uh, basically we were at a photography gallery and he was asking me what's going on with my photos I basically told him how I don't want to drop anything yet he's just like why he's just like I don't know why you young cats always want to like build an archive and then just drop your work why don't you just drop your work right now in the moment because whatever you shoot in October is going to be different in December and then whatever you shot in October you're not going to want to drop anymore because you already got better than that so like show your audience your progression and make them grow with you and like see your journey Mm -hmm. so I started dropping my work, and then from there, people kept on hitting me up, like, "Can I, I want to book with you, can we do a shoot? And then from there, I never went back to working my retail job at Aldo. Uh, I was actually doing an internship at Meal Exchange, so I wasn't really looking to go back into retail. I was kind of, like, over that, and then it just literally took off from there. So everything was not planned at all. It just happened. Mm, it's meant to be. Yeah. So, okay. 
I like that. <laughs> no, it's good. You're very consistent. Like you said, consistency is important to you, yeah. right? So I like what your friend had to say because it does make sense if you want to just, instead of dropping everything what, like when you think it's ready, mm-hmm. and we never really know when it's ready because yeah. we always have a critique of our own work. Mm-hmm. So I like that he gave you that advice, and I like that you took that advice because you could have easily been like, nah, like I'm not going to do it. <laughs> this is my work. I know what I'm doing. But you were open mm-hmm. to that construct- constructive advice. So that's really cool. Yeah. So you have a modeling background that, some people may not know or they may know. Yeah. So how did you make that transition from modeling to um, doing photography full time? That transition was pretty interesting because it kind of helped me in a way where I already had the network, I already had the connections to help me for photography because of modeling. Uh, I started modeling when I was 18. I'm 25 now. So I've been doing it for a while and even that in itself was not easy. Um, I got a lot of no's. And then it doesn't matter how much no's you get. It's about that one yes. I got that one yes. And then I basically started modeling from there. And then I just came to a point with modeling. I'm just like, this is, I don't see myself doing this for the rest of my, for the rest of my life. Um I need something that's going to pay my mortgage when I'm ready to have a mortgage. And I'm going to be honest with you, modeling doesn't really pay that well. It's a headache. It can sometimes not be consistent. And you're going to want consistency at some point in your life. And I had to come to that realization with myself as much as I liked doing it. I think I just wanted to evolve as a person. I always felt like I'm more than just a person that takes pictures and wears people's brands and their clothes. Not saying I don't like that. I just felt like I had more of a skill set. So just to clarify, when you talk about like modeling not being as consistent Mm -hmm. and not that successful, was, is that more of a Canadian thing or would you, are you saying that like, Oh, as overall, I'm just saying that as a black man, like if you look in the billboards, if you look in magazines, how many black, girls or black guys do you see necessarily mm-hmm, on a consistent, it, yeah. it's 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 pretty hard to actually stand out right saying that that's because it's hard doesn't mean you can't do it pick your heart right but at the same time it's 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 a very difficult journey to to go through and i after a while i just couldn't take it anymore. I wanted something more than just being in front of the camera. Mm. I would say definitely modeling in Toronto is different than modeling in New York City or Los Angeles or London because mm-hmm. each market is different. What I say, is there a modeling modeling scene down here? More commercial. Most models that get signed down here, they end up getting, getting flown out anyways, signed in different countries. Okay. Yeah, I just I just wasn't feeling it anymore. Okay, so having that background, right, mm-hmm. in in modeling, would you say and you kind of kind of touched on it before as well. Mm-hmm. Did it give you like an upper hand um in booking models to shoot with? I already had the knowledge, so I'll have other photographers uh, friends friends of mine that ask me like, "Hey, O'Shane, like um could you connect me with a modeling agency or could you connect me with this person and since i already had the knowledge i can just tell them like hey like you need to do this 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 and this right i only knew how to do that based upon a modeling standpoint not a photography standpoint because if i didn't have that modeling background as a photographer i'd be totally lost and 
who to reach out to, what should I say, what should I not do, and all that all that jazz right there. Okay. So it definitely did help me out in that aspect. And do you prefer um, to shoot? You prefer to shoot with like say test models, or like in the very beginning? Mm-hmm. Would you? Sorry, I was to say, would you recommend shooting with test models in the beginning rather than trying to get like say the more experienced model because they can be a little bit harder to get? I would say the shoot doesn't necessarily have to be a model if that's the direction you want to go to shoot people shoot your friends okay shoot anything that captivates your eye okay because when you first get that camera you are going to be in a totally different realm your eyes always changing every time you shoot certain things that you never picked on before you're going to start picking up now certain things you used to like shooting before you're not going to end up shooting anymore okay right um it's all about being consistent shooting Okay, yeah. that's really good. Now, like, that's good advice for someone that's just starting out. Because sometimes you're like, I, you want to go straight to the top. Mm-hmm. But it's like you have to start somewhere and then kind of build your way, work your way up. Yeah, for for me, how I found my style is consistency. Trying new things. I even do it even now. I'm always all over the place. Like, no matter how much I may plan out a mood board and plan out how I want to shoot something, it's totally different when I'm on set just because it's planned doesn't mean it's going to go according to plan mm. and sometimes when it's not planned it turns out to be better than what you originally planned mm. so you'll never know what that shot's going to look like if you don't go on top of that roof or go on the ground or that angle or get close in that get close up in the model's face like Sometimes you can't really, you can't cap yourself as a photographer, as a creative I know some people that they only shoot one way they have to do things in a certain structure like mm-hmm. let yourself loose and explore and have fun it's art it's mm-hmm. it's it's about being creative mm. especially when it's a personal project exactly yeah mm-hmm. and i mean you could implement that on a shoot for like a big client like a brand those clients are the best yeah of course because they're open to the creativity although you want they want you to kind of stay on brand mm-hmm. they trust your creativity because that's why they reached out to you yeah so you're still open to kind of experimenting a little bit mm-hmm. so you mentioned the mood board <laughs> so is that like super important for you to do for to, to plan a shoot major key okay it's it's major key because the hairstylist needs to know what you're looking for the makeup artist needs to know what you're looking for and the model as well needs to be informed about what poses that you're looking for what they're getting themselves involved in your personal assistant needs to know mm-hmm. it's it's like the blueprint before the building is made okay right so basically when we're on set we already know what is expected on set there's a direction and we're going to stick to that direction because if there's no direction, that means we're just shooting something with no purpose behind it. And then when when the results come in, it's not what we necessarily went for. But when you have that that mood board, it gives you direction mm. and make sure you follow it. But you're still open to creativity. Oh, for of sure. Because yeah. not everything, like you said, is gonna yeah. is gonna do it, go as planned. Mm-hmm. That's that's so like your team knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. Everyone's on the same page. Okay, good. I think that's it was especially for new photographers. I think that's good to know because it's kind of hard to get that skill, like to be just organized and kind of just go and plan a shoot. Mm-hmm. You kind of just want to, I just want to shoot. That's a, that's the main thing that we think. We just want to shoot. Yeah. But it's good to have a plan. Get your your mood board going, and then kind of just send it out to agencies. Mm-hmm. So. I can already tell you, like, exude, like you said, you're fearless. You exude confidence. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. Where do you get your confidence from? I would have to say my parents and my grandma, they're very 
I don't care about what you think because I'm going to do it anyways type of people. And people are always going to state their opinion, whether you do it their way or your way. Everyone's mm-hmm. going to have an opinion on something. My mom is always in like engraved in me that just do you. Mm-hmm. No, no matter what people say. Um, even in school, she did not care about the grades I brought home at all. She said, just pass. That's it. She never asked for anything more than just a passing grade because she knew that grades don't justify anything, nor does it justify your future. And I always lived my life with that type of attitude. Yeah, you can have good grades, but let's see where you're going to be in the future, right? Wow, that's, that's, wow, that's deep. And people can read your, people read your confidence. Mm-hmm. If you don't have confidence, you won't put on that shirt, you won't put on that skirt, you won't wear those shoes, you won't, you won't approach that person. Everything is confidence. Okay. <laughs> no, it's good. I mean, confidence is key in anything that you do. For sure. Like any job. If you don't have confidence, people can smell that a mile away. You're a prime example. If you didn't have confidence, we wouldn't be talking right now, or nor would this podcast even exist. That's confidence. Okay. Okay, Howard. Okay. <laughs> no, no, it's it's definitely... And value as well. Exactly. I know even in our conversations, you speak about value, knowing your value a lot. Exactly. If if you don't know your value as a person, then how are other, how are other people supposed to, like, treat you the way you want to be treated? Mm-hmm. Like, I know for myself personally, when you're having a conversation about O'Shane Howard, I want to make sure you know that... If you're going to approach me on something, it has to make sense. It has to align with what I want to do. It has to be positive because I'm a positive person. I don't want to be the type of creative or type of, yeah, type of creative that, yeah, O'Shane, O'Shane's prices are, are cheap. Like, you, you can just go to him. Or I don't want to be that type of person. I'm a big believer in my brand. I take my brand way more seriously than money because that's how people perceive you. Mm. I'm glad that you, you kind of touched on brand and money <laughs> because that whole topic right there, those two things alone is like every creative deals with that, yeah. like getting their getting your brand right, um, investing in yourself. And I think that's super key. So how did you go about investing in yourself and creating this brand for you? A lot of research. I naturally love branding and marketing and social media. I love all those three things. And I took those skill sets and brought it into my photography. I always had the mindset that, for example, Jody M. Beckford, minus everything, minus your, minus the e-project, minus everything else you do outside this platform, you yourself, Jody M. Beckford, you are a brand. You are a personal brand. Mm-hmm. So... That's how I look at it. You don't have to, it doesn't have to be a product or a service. It can just be you as a person. That's a brand right there. So how you, how you construct yourself, how you dress, how you, whatever you post online, that is your brand. And Mm. I just looked at everything from that standpoint. And I made sure everything that I do is calculated and is perceived the way I want it to be perceived Everything is organic. I want you to get the real me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, nice. So in terms of pricing now, mm-hmm. how did you establish a price for yourself? Like a price, so you know what? A shoot with me costs this much, mm-hmm. and that's it. My mentor back then, um, she... She helped me with she she helped me with pricing. I had no I'm gonna be honest with you, I had no idea about pricing at all whatsoever. 
and then after I was I, I was done with that chapter in my life, I basically had to think to myself, what what am I worth? What is what are my skill sets and my pictures worth? Um, so I did research. I did comparisons on other people's work. I read a lot of articles, and even now, seeing all the work that I'm doing now and all the people that I'm working with I'm now entering another chapter again where I know my prices have to change like my prices three months ago in comparison with what I'm trying to find out now are going to be totally different so mm-hmm. I feel like as a creative you always have to keep in mind that your value does go up right because in business you're it only goes two ways either your business is dying or it's growing there's no middle mm-hmm. at all so it's either your value is going up or down. So I'm in that space where my value right now, I believe, is going up and I'm entering a new bracket that I need to really figure out what that is. Wow, well, good for you. I'm yeah. glad that you have established that for yourself and you discovered that for mm-hmm. you. And like, you know what? This is what it is. Yeah. And you're like you said, you're still growing. Mm-hmm. So do you have people that you, like, say online, like, say, on social media, that you follow that helps, like, kind of encourage you and kind of helps grow your skills? No one I can actually name off the top of my head right now. I feel like, I don't know, as as a photographer, it's it's a weird space to watch other people's work. It's a good and bad thing Mm -hmm. i should say because one you end up looking at other people's work and you're just like oh my gosh this is so good then you look at your work that you thought last week was amazing and now you think it's garbage Mm, yeah you've just seen someone else's work right yeah comparison you you get too much in your thoughts Mm -hmm. and that's not a good thing um I do look at other people's works, maybe through, like, editorials, like, online magazines, like, publications. I look at their work. I don't necessarily, like, really dig so much deep, but I just don't stick to looking at other photographers. I also find inspiration for, like, music videos or Mm, on Twitter. I I saw a video randomly. I'm just like, oh, that's dope. I like that. I would like to see it on a photo shoot. I'm going to do that. You can find inspiration anywhere. It doesn't necessarily have to be looking at other people's work. Mm. Okay, that makes sense. Because mm-hmm. I mean, if you only look at things that you shoot, you're not gonna, you're not really expanding your yeah, you're your mind or your creativity. It's kind of like just gonna be just safe. It's basically it's just safe. Yeah, you're capping yourself. I yeah, mean, that's one thing I I believe every creative shouldn't do is don't cap yourself at all. Mm. So when it comes to publications, because you kind of talked about, you mentioned magazines. Have you have you reached out to magazines? And if not, like. What's the right approach to reach out um, to magazine? I haven't necessarily been published as yet. For a photographer to be published in a magazine, there's a lot of online magazines, whereas they have like, okay, this is the theme that we're going for now for this issue, and you basically have to build a team and work around the theme that the publication wants, and you build off of that. Okay. I haven't done that. I hoped one day to be in a magazine, online mm-hmm. magazine. I haven't reached to that point yet. I haven't really, like, said, oh, I want to be in that magazine next month or mm-hmm. next year. I have, it hasn't really, like, stemmed in my brain yet, but mm. I do want it to happen. 
Okay, so you yeah. haven't uh, prepped for like say prepped for that yet? No, in a sense. Okay, everything that I do shoot now is mainly personal projects or client work. Okay. Yeah. So touching on clients, <laughs> how has that experience been working with clients mm-hmm. in terms of even pricing? Mm-hmm. Like, have you experienced anything where it's like you've had to kind of not really you really almost educate them so they know, understand, like, mm-hmm. this is why you're paying what you're paying. Yeah. To be honest with you, I it took me a while. I've 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 said yes to some things I haven't I shouldn't have said yes to but mm-hmm. that's just a learning experience but in terms of educating the client I only do that when the client is just really I can just tell they're just absolutely lost and they have no knowledge nor do they know what they even want for themselves or for their brand okay and that's where I want to like maybe intrude in that and be like yeah. hey. I can help you in your direction. I can tell you why my price is this much. Sometimes if the price is not right, then I'm not the right person for you to work with. Okay. And then that's okay to yeah, say. Yeah, that's, that's okay. I feel like you need to say no when the price isn't right. You should always value yourself and know what your time is worth. And if you say yes to every single project, project, then you are a yes creative. Mm. It's really what you are. You're not really setting that boundary for yourself. You need to, you need to know your niche. You just don't shoot everything. And if you are gonna shoot everything, whether it's for the money, I don't post everything I shoot because it's not a part of the lane I want to go. Okay. I love fashion. It's always been that way for for me in uh, in high school. And that's just what my eye gravitates to, even in modeling. And even now in photography, I just stick strictly stick to fashion, mm. architecture, all that stuff. Mm. So what about what about those two things do you, like, resonates with you? Like, what about fashion and architecture? Like, like do you love? Like, what do you love about mm. those two things? Uh, I don't know. I just, fashion is always evolving all the time. There's always new trends. There's there's always people, like, having their own personal style. And it's so cool, like, how you would never think of that, but they did. And it just suits them so well. Like, it's just so dope. And it's just like, oh, my gosh, I want to shoot that. That's mm-hmm. i never seen that before. And architecture, I just love lines. I mm. love deep shadows. I literally hunt for that. <laughs> if I'm location scouting, I will literally pull out my phone and take a picture of the shadow if it's hitting on this wall and what is it bouncing off of i'm gonna look at the time i'm gonna see how bright the sun is i'm like okay i need to make sure if i'm gonna use this location that the sun is really bright that day so when i do go to that location i expect to see where that shadow was hitting before where i last seen it Mm. so everything for me is really calculated I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> so, like you said, l- location scouting, that's, mm-hmm. like, major key. That is major key for me. Okay. A friend of mine from Incast Studio, um, Tavis, he said something that really stuck with me. He said, the world is your backdrop. And I'm just like, that's so true. As a, as a creative, it is your backdrop because I, a co- like, a couple months ago, I caught myself not wanting to shoot at all. 
Like, I was not picking up my camera. I was not inspired to shoot anything. Nothing was clicking to me. Having to constantly go to downtown Toronto all the time to shoot is the same backdrop. I'm not being inspired. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing the same thing over and over and over and over again. So with that being said, location is major key. Maybe, like, stepping outside of the box of Toronto, like, actually traveling. East. (laughs) Actually traveling (laughs) far. (laughs) And just experiencing new things and seeing different views will really inspire you and take you up a notch as a creative. Mm, Okay. Sorry, guys, for the interruption. I said East because (laughs) it's just a little inside joke, you know, trying to get this guy to come out East because I keep telling him there's a bunch of really cool locations out there. But no, I think everything you just said is Mm -hmm. amazing. And I think that is so true. Like, it is your it is your backdrop. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Tavis. <laughs> <laughs> so when launching your website, what was that like for you? Like, what was that feeling like when you were like, okay, it's ready, it's mm-hmm. going up? Like, what was the build up to that? Like, how did that feel? That was that was crazy. Um, I've only been shooting. Next month is gonna mark a year for me, so I'm st- still new in the game. I should say. Mm-hmm. So the fact that I started building my portfolio last summer and it only took me like four or five months and then I released my... So I started shooting last August and I released my my website in December. That's pretty quick. That's mm-hmm. fast. I wasn't really expecting to release it that quick, but my friend gave me that extra push. He's a web designer and he basically said, I'll build your website for free. Wow, yeah. that's a blessing. Yeah, holy. Basically, yeah, it wasn't that in itself wasn't calculated either. That just happened, and what really actually pushed me to to have my website up so early was um, I reached out to a client and we met up, and she was she was down to shoot and everything, mm-hmm. but she also wanted to showcase my work to the rest of her team. And I didn't feel comfortable just sending her an email of all my photos. So I literally had my boy make that website in two days, just so I can present my work properly to the client. Oh, wow. So that was like a push for you. Yeah. Mm. I believe presentation's everything. It's key. Major key. 100%. (laughs) Yes. What's his name again? Um, DJ DJ Khaled. (laughs) Major key. That's so funny. No, I think sometimes people don't realize how much presentation, how important presentation is. Sorry. Mm -hmm. It's, it sets, it sets the tone for everything else. Like you, like you said, your brand, brand is very important. You are your brand. Mm -hmm. So you're not going to put out something that's like shafty or shady or whatever. Yeah. Because it's a reflection of you at the end of the day. Exactly. And people are very, very visual and very judgmental. Exactly. And they're going to be like, oh, and then judge you solely based off that one thing. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of, it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So would you say that photography is like forever for you mm. or do you plan on like building from that like, sorry make doing it like extending from that yeah that's a good question i believe so i i'm in a point in my life now where i don't think i can live life not picking up my camera it'll bother me so much if i see something i can't capture it I don't want to capture it with my phone anymore. I want to capture it with my camera. Mm-hmm. I want to go on post-production and have fun and create with that image. I believe 
the next step for me is maybe dabbling more in video which I have recently with you a yeah. lot. <laughs> it's really brought my skills to a whole different level. I'm treating video like I'm shooting photography, which is mm. pretty interesting. It's made it much more easier for me, especially creative directing, which is a skill I didn't even know I had, to be completely honest with you. It just comes naturally for me. So I guess, yeah, maybe one day be a creative director for a brand. That'd be pretty dope. That'd be cool. But anything in the near future definitely has to align with being in the creative spectrum. Mm. I get bored very easily, <laughs> which is why I always had a problem, like, seeing myself work a nine-to-five for the rest of my life. I've always said my Monday to Friday has to be different every single day or else I'll go crazy. That's a good goal to have. Yeah. So this this is the hardest thing I would say financially I've ever gone through. I have to depend on myself. I have no one else to depend on for money. And when I say no one else, I mean like a job. I literally have to email clients that I want to work with. I have to plan out personal projects. I have to go to networking events a lot, connect with a lot of people. Being a creative is more than just being creative. People need to realize there is a business aspect to this. You are a business person. And people always say, oh, well, there's so much creatives out there. There's so, there's so much photog- photographers out there. And I would say, well, then may the best salesperson win. Because <laughs> you do have to sell yourself. Mm-hmm. It's a selling game. Mm-hmm. I don't care how good your work is. Let me see how good, you're, how good you are at selling it. Mm. It's really what it is. And also, I really think, I like, I believe that working with each other mm-hmm. is a major key to success. Like Definitely. Like, collaborating and just building one, one another up. So, mm-hmm. how important is collaborating for you? I naturally like meeting people. I love tapping into other people's creativity, how they see things, how they, how what their values are, not only in creative in a creative aspect, but that's in life. Mm-hmm. Collaborating is really good. Sometimes you may walk out with nothing. May Sometimes you may walk out with something. But that is a part of life. Like, not everything is going to go your way, but it is a learning experience. So the next time you are going to collaborate with someone, you're going to look out for certain things. Is this going to benefit only you, or is this going to benefit both of us Mm. but definitely putting yourself out there and reaching out to other creatives that you and that person kind of like have something aligned Mm -hmm. reach out to them why not you might learn something from them because really for me personally it's really hard for me to make friends i don't want to i don't want to be your friend because you're creative i want to be your friend because you're a genuine person Mm -hmm. like me and you for example like we're both creatives but majority of the time when we talk we don't really talk about photography <laughs> no we don't it's <laughs> actually true it's just a genuine <laughs> relationship and that's what I really look out for oh that's good yeah. that's really dope yeah thank you <laughs> <laughs> he's alright guys he's kind of <laughs> cool you know you know <laughs> so what would, what impact would you say you would like to leave that's a good question I don't think I've had that thought process yet okay it's okay that's honest but if I was to think about it right now on the spot, I would definitely want to be 
someone that is still spoken about even after I'm dead because we're all going to die one day. And Mm -hmm. are you working for your first name or your last name? And I'm definitely working for my last name. And I definitely want to leave a mark on this planet for you to remember me by. And I don't know what that's going to be yet, whether it's through photography, video, care of directing. Um, only God knows, right? Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily know. Maybe I will know. But right now, I don't. That's okay. From what I'm getting is you just want, you do want to leave, I would say, a positive impact. Mm-hmm. Like, you want people to gain something from O'Shane Howard. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Because I was just telling a friend the other day that the most expensive place on the planet is the grave yard and i say that because there's a lot of people that died that had magnificent ideas brilliant skills the person that was probably better than michael jordan is dead or he's still alive but if he's still alive he's currently scared to make that extra push he's not pushing himself the person that's dead definitely didn't get that chance to even show the world their talent Right. Mm-hmm. So I always say, like, if you have the opportunity to leave a mark on this planet, don't waste time. Don't keep on telling yourself that you're going to do it and you don't end up doing it because now you're just now you're just falling in love with the idea that you're going to do it rather than falling in love with actually doing it. Mm. Yes, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Honest. That's no, that's so true. We leave, yeah, a lot of people leave this earth without fulfilling what they are meant to do. So exactly. I think while we're alive, just just remember, like you know, I'm you're oh, everyone's here for a purpose. Exactly. So you just have to live in your purpose, find out what it is, and do it at all costs. And leave that mark. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so thank you, Shane. <laughs> that was honestly, I really appreciate you coming on here. Um, you've done such amazing work. Um, with the videos and people love the videos like genuinely like people are messaging me all the time saying Mm -hmm. like your videos are so good Um, so thank you for that you do amazing work you're welcome and I mean just keep up the work that you're doing Mm -hmm. for yourself photography video Um, and I know you'll be very successful so thank thank you you. thank you for doing this guys thank you so much for listening I do have one more question that I need to ask O'Shane before he leaves And it's a question I ask every single person when they come. So, Shane, what is the one thing you can't leave the house without, minus your cell phone? Ooh. You hit him with that one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Ooh. That's, uh... Hmm. I'm not going to say my camera, because I don't bring my camera with me unless I'm shooting. Um, That is actually a hard question. I don't wear jewelry at all. (laughs) (laughs) I would say a, a fresh lineup. I don't know. <laughs> you would say that. Yeah, I can't. I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> a fresh lineup, ladies. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, a fresh lineup is something you can't leave the house without. That is too. That is epic. That's going to be your title for this episode: a fresh lineup. <laughs> oh man, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate everyone that listens. Um, it means so much to me. Uh, please stick with me. I'm growing, and it's just going to keep getting better and better. So I appreciate everyone. Thank you. And before I go, um, O'Shane's information will be at the bottom of the blog post. So just give a little shout out of exactly where they can find your social media. Um, you can find me on Instagram at O'Shane.Howard. 
And my website is oshanehoward.com. All my social and media platforms are basically O'Shane Howard, so you can find me. Perfect. And like I said, I will have it at the end of the blog. So thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate you guys. Until next time, I'm out. Bye. Bye. Thank you.